everybody has a story. My past is really dark and my story wasn't always the happiest story. Growing up there was trauma, there was violence and um, drug abuse and I got into recovery and I have a sponsor. Her name is Samantha Stradley. We ended up going out for yogurt one day. We were sitting there and she was asking questions and, and you can just see her desire of wanting to know more. I went to CCV with her one day and I had a spiritual experience. As I started having these spiritual changes inside of me, I decided to get baptized on Easter. And the story started right after that, the following weekend. Watching her every single week, you know, she's full of emotions and, you know, she realizes God's sacrifice, the extent of God's love for his people, for her. Through reading, it's, it's just been like everything's changed for me. Learning about God and his people. I started looking at the world differently. I started seeing myself differently. And I started really having hope for my future. I started putting away the demons from my past and having hope that I know that um, the story for my future is going to be a lot better than the story of my past. What a great story. All right, we are going to do something different. Different. Okay? So I need you to get ready for it, and you're going to take a deep breath on the count of three. All right? And you're going to just relax. One, two, three. Here we go. All in. All out. Now you feel good. You're ready because we're going to do something different. Folks, there's no way that we wanted to progress to the next series without a weekend celebration of what God did through this series called The Story. Now I want you to follow me here. Folks, do you realize that during this time, there's so many people who started to get that the story of God is a love story, that he is always compelling us into relationship with him. Through the good times, through love, relationships, through times in the mountains and the beach and the oceans, but also even through the bad times, we said. Because even then, we know down deep inside that there's gotta be something more, there's a sense of beyond. And the reason that we know the world is not the way it ought to be is because we know that there's a place where the world is where it ought to be. There's a time coming, something inside of us tells us there's a sense of beyond, there's something more. If there wasn't anything more, we wouldn't be so dissatisfied with what is. We know it. In the human heart, you know it. And the story is a love story to compel you in a relationship with God so that one day up there can come down here. And do you know during that series, we ask you if you would bring your one life, and you did. And I wanna tell you that 435 people were baptized during the story. 435 people were baptized. That's amazing. Look, I grew up in a church for 20 years and we, didn't have, we might have had five baptisms in 20 years. 435 people said, you know what? No longer am I going to put one foot in the world, one foot in the church. I'm all in, man. I am all in. This is my life from here on out. I am dying to my old way, and I'm being resurrected to my new way. 
I've heard Pastor Jeff talk about baptism is something that has to be made by each person. It's an adult decision, and I'm deciding right now, I am deciding that I'm going to die to my old way, be resurrected to the new. 435, actually, that's not true, 436. Somebody heard this message last night and came and was baptized. 436. Actually, that's not true either. Three more in the service this morning. So the numbers continue to stack up. Is it about the numbers? No. It's simply about people who say, you know what? Jesus commanded me to be baptized. That's good enough for me. I'm going to do it. Now, not only that, folks, but 369 people made first-time decisions for Christ. 369 people. That's ama- again, again, my home church, we, we, we might have had 10 decisions in 20 years. Think about that. 369 decisions for Christ. People who said, you know what, I understand that there's a gap between me and God because of my sin, and God sent his son to step into the gap, and because he stepped into the gap for me, I'm going to step into his story. And so people began to realize God is still writing his story on your life. Do you understand that? Every chapter, every phase, every year, every day, everything that happens to you is not by accident. There's a sovereign God who is writing your story. And it's a story that's going to end well. Again, when I went out this week and I saw all the people who were serving, it was amazing. We have a few photographs. I just want you to see of people who are standing around working, serving, whether it's decorating the trees, whether it's getting our campus ready, and then out at our food sides, people standing in line, people in six to eight hours in the hot sun because they wanted to give outside of themselves. And you saw on their face this thing that they've started to realize that fulfillment really comes through giving yourself away. Now, the first time you serve in something like this, it's like, oh man, I could be home watching the cowboy game. You know? But after a couple of years, you start, wait a minute, that is nothing compared with what I'm doing here. Matter of fact, I want to introduce you to a little girl. Her name is Gabby. This is Gabby. She is, a, she is going to be the future president of the United States of America. I have no doubt of that. And she was a little girl over at one of our feeding sites. She was amazing, man. Here's a seven, eight-year-old girl, uh, bilingual, and she's speaking Spanish and English. She's directing traffic. She, she, she had the hand of this older gentleman walking him to the table where he could get a meal. And she was saying, okay, you, get that. Bring it over here. You, get that table ready. And you, we need pie here. We need pie. I thought, wow, this little girl gets it. She gets it. So I knelt down and I said, Gabby, can I have my photo with you? And she goes, I guess, but I'm pretty busy right now. (laughs) Okay. So we took our photo. I put it on my Facebook page. Amazing. But see, God is writing his story on her little life already. And who knows what she's going to become as she grows older. Maybe the next president, maybe she'll cure world hunger. I don't know. But God is writing the story, his story, on every life in this room And not one of you, not one single one of you is immune. And he's writing the story. And how effective the story will be will have a great deal to do with how you respond to the bad chapters in your life. Because not every chapter of your story is going to be pleasant. That's why I say when you come to Christ, if you're expecting your life to get perfect, man, don't do that. I mean, there's this internal joy that will happen in you. There will be a perfection inside, a peace that passes all understanding. But you assume when you come to Christ and you give your life to him, that you gave your life to him. Do you understand that? That you give him permission to write a story in your life whose primary purpose is to expand his kingdom here on the earth. Now, every story of every person that steps into the story will end well. All stories end well. That's why I read uh, the Chronicles of Narnia quote probably five, ten times a year talks about the death of a person. For us, this is the end of all stories, C.S. Lewis writes. It is the end of all stories for us. But for them, 
It was only the beginning of the real story. All their life in this world had only been the cover and the title page. And now at last they were beginning chapter one of the great story, which no one on earth has read, which goes on forever and which every chapter is better than the one before. Every story ends well. Every story, it will end well. But while you're living on planet earth, you're going to have chapters that God writes into your life that are not pleasant. And if you have really stepped into the story, you say this to a sovereign God. God, I am yours, even though I don't like this chapter. Matter of fact, I don't like the first half of the book, God. You're sovereign, and I'm gonna trust that you're able to do what you've done since the beginning of time to take every hardship and circumstance in my life, twist it, turn it, and bring it for good in your glory. That is what the, that's what the story, did you see that in the story? Joseph. You meant it for good, but God, you meant it for evil rather, but God used it for the salvation of many. Job, the evil one set out to destroy Job, when in reality, what he did ended up building Job, because Job at the end of the experience said what? Before my ears had only heard of you, but now my eyes have seen you. He had seen God, and now there was an internal strength that was not dependent on anything external. And he said, I know that my Redeemer lives, and in the end, he will stand upon the earth. Job said, I know that my story will end well. I can't promise that every chapter of my story here on earth is going to be good, but I know that it will end well. And those who truly step into the story, they say this to God. God, write whatever chapter you want. Just give me the ability to endure. Give me faith. Give me courage. Give me strength. But I'm in your story because I know this is the only story that matters. It's the only one that lasts forever. Every other story comes to an end. No matter how much money you make, no matter how many jobs you get, no matter how many promotions you get, one day it's all going to end. Only one story lasts forever, and it's the story with God.